You're listening to episode number five of Radical Shift. And in this podcast, we're going to talk about how to deal with the bullies, the narcissists, the backstabbers in your life, because I don't care who you are, where you are, you got somebody of that level. And (laughs) this subject has come across my radar so many times in the last week. I was actually going to talk to you about sales, but this seemed to have more precedence. So let's get down to the nitty gritty on what you can do to protect yourself. Now for something a little different. I'm success coach and serial entrepreneur, Carla White, and I'm on a mission to wake the shift out of you. Filled with honesty and humor, this show is designed to lower your stress, increase your income, build your relationships, and make your journey a lot more fun. Welcome to Radical Shift. Welcome back to another episode of Radical Shift. I'm your host, Carla White, and I actually had two different episodes recorded for episode number five. First, I have a sales episode, which I promised you, and that's going to come up next. And then I also recorded something about narcissism. For some reason, narcissism was flying across my radar over and over and over again, and I felt compelled to provide some enlightenment onto that subject. And so I recorded a whole podcast about narcissism. And then a woman reached out to me on Instagram and said, I have a question for you. Will you please answer it on your podcast? And if you ever have a question for me, you can go to Apple Podcasts, go to Radical Shift, leave a a review, and in the comments, post your question along with your Instagram handle if you want me to give you a shout out. Now, this person also reached out to me on Instagram, so you can find me there. It's at White. And we can carry on the conversation there. Or if you have any questions, reach out to me. I love to hear from you. So this woman, her name is at cat, C-A-T dot dolphin. And I'll tag her on my Insta stories. Um, Cat dolphin, cat dot dolphin. And uh, she's a wonderful artist, amazing art. So go please check out her profile. But in her question, she asked me, I have been through a lot of change over the past year, changed jobs, etc. I'm in a new job and I have found myself subject to bullying, which I'm struggling with. How on earth do I find something to be grateful for in this situation? Would love some advice. Thanks, Kat. Now that is like goes right in line with my narcissistic conversation. And I decided to re-record the whole podcast simply so I can pull in the bullying aspect. Because whether it's a bully or a narcissist, they're coming from the same point of lack. That individual is coming from a point of lack. And for you to be brought into that lack, to be drawn into it, and to respond to that lack will bring you down to lack as well. It's like, I don't know if you've ever seen those tuning forks. You have, um, they're they're crazy how they work. If you've ever seen how they work, you have one tuning fork and it has a frequency and you have a second tuning fork that has a different frequency. When they get close together and just by being in proximity, they, they go into tune, they tune into each other. And so this bully has a frequency, it's a lower lack frequency, and you, probably a high vibe and frequency, are getting pulled down 
to that level. And that's what's making you feel so horrible. And with narcissists or bullies, um, I think we all know have a narcissist or a bully in our life. There's one that's on TV a lot, and I'm not going to get into that. But it's they come from a place of fear and lack and not enough. And normally, that fear and lack is just lack of love for themselves. And more often than not, the reason that they feel such a lack of love for themselves is because they didn't receive it from a parenting figure or somebody in their life who was was raising them during their formative years. So I know, for example, the narcissist that I was very close to uh, was more or less abandoned by his mother. Uh, she wasn't around. She wasn't available. She drank a lot. And the only time that he got her attention was when he had uh, something terrible happen in his life. And so he subconsciously would seek out pain to get validation that he even exists, that he, he, be, he had to be a victim because if he wasn't a victim, then he wouldn't get his parents' love. So he seeked out being a victim regardless. And if things were going too swimmingly, he would look for the other shoe to drop. Because if the other shoe isn't going to drop, something, it, it has to drop. Because something always bad happens. Because he's looking for that. So what he's done is, on a physical level, he has conditioned his body to be addicted to cortisol. And if he isn't getting those cortisol shots every day from his body at regular intervals, Six in the morning, as soon as I wake up, nine in the morning when I walk into the office, noon when I go to eat, five when I pick up my kids, two in the morning when I'm trying to sleep, your, your body is addicted to it. It's looking for it. And he wasn't getting it. If he wasn't getting it, he would go out and create a situation where he, he would find it. And this is, again, where, you know, a lot of people start with alcoholism. They numb that pain, that share, that bring that that sh pushes down that horrible pain of not being enough whether your parent abused you withheld love which is a form of abuse <laughs> that's where the narcissism comes from and your job in being in a relationship with a narcissist is to raise your standards you cannot change a narcissist or a bully you cannot fix a narcissist or a bully. You cannot love them enough. That love can't come from outside. Just like yourself, you can't expect somebody else to show you your worth. That your own self-worth doesn't come from the world around you. I think we've been taught and through school and other places that our self-worth comes from the grades we get, from whether we have a child or a husband or how big your house is or your car, what kind of car do you drive, what's your salary, what sort of shoes do you wear, do you have a big ring on your finger? All these things are little notches in your self-worth that we've been taught. But honestly, your self-worth comes from within you. You establish your own self-worth. And the way that you do that is by looking at your actions and how your actions affect other people. And you don't just look at the surface level of how they affect people. You go deep, three, four people deep. 
So for example, there's been studies that if you smile at somebody or you hold the door open for somebody, that's going to have a ripple effect four or five people deep. So the first person will feel great and they'll do something great for the next person that they see. And that person will feel great and they'll do something great for the next person that they see. And that's a ripple effect that you don't get to experience because it's not within your five, five senses. And so you don't realize that just by holding that door open that three other people that you will not even meet today are being affected by that gesture. And so when it comes to your own worth, look at the things that you're doing. For example, I'm doing this podcast, you're listening to it, you're discovering something about yourself, you're learning, you're investing in yourself, that's going to have a ripple effect on your career. And because it'll have a ripple effect on your career, it'll have a ripple effect on your clients. And because it'll have a ripple effect on your clients, it'll have a ripple effect on their children. And it just keeps going and going and going. But because that isn't within our vision, within our own field of knowledge, we don't realize it. In fact, when we see things positive in our life, the positive changes that we're able to create in our life, they can get drowned out by one loud negative noise. So with my gratitude journal app, I get tons of reviews, I get tons of emails, many of which are grateful. Thank you so much for making this app. It changed my life. I'm so grateful I discovered you. I don't know how I came across you, but I'm so glad I did. You know, and though I love them, they, that, is, that is the fuel in my business. That's what keeps me going. I always like to say parenthood is paid in hugs and kisses. <laughs> that's, that's the currency of parenthood. That's what keeps you going is seeing, getting those giggles and hugs, hugs and kisses. Well, with my business, it's those comments, those thank yous. That's what keeps me going. But what's interesting is when one person says something negative, there's a bully there's always a bully. There's bullies on the internet. There's bullies everywhere. When they say something negative, that reflects how they feel about themselves. But it hurts because they're using capital letters and exclamation marks. And somehow they're louder. Or somehow our subconscious mind is making them louder. Because our subconscious mind wants to protect us. It wants to either bring us to pleasure or away from pain. And you will hear me bang on that drum over and over again. So you start to realize that you are not your, your thoughts, your, 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 your habits or anything like that. Those are just synapses in your brain. They don't define who you are. You're an essence and an energetic being that has the capability of impacting a lot of people. And helping a lot of people, whether it's cracking a joke or holding a door open or smiling at somebody or saying thank you. You know, these niceties go a long way, but also they reflect the value you feel in yourself, how you feel about yourself. Because nobody, not a job resume, not a title for a job, not a spouse, um, nobody can reflect your own self-worth it's only up to you. It's that that is a job that comes from you. You have to determine your own self worth. And I love this joke where they say, <laughs> 
if you put your, and it's terrible in a way, but also kind of funny. Um, if you put your husband in the trunk of the car and your dog in the trunk of the car, and then you open up the, the, the boot, as they say in Britain, I can't even think of the English word right now, but if you open it up and, uh, which one will give you the most love, your husband or the dog, right? And I know it's terrible to like even think about putting your husband in a car, but the idea of it is, is think about how that dog just loves you regardless, loves you regardless. And that is how your inner being, your inner essence feels about you. But so often we are looking for other people to bring that in out of us, to reflect that out of us to validate that inside of us. But that's your job. That only comes down to you. That's your responsibility. And the beauty of it is, is when you accept that responsibility, you gain back your power on it. If you lost a job, you're going to realize that does not define you. If you have a bully in your life, you're going to realize that does not define you. That defines them. That's how they feel about themselves. In the way you find gratitude is you're grateful that you are not feeling that lowly about yourself. You don't feel that horrible where you have to bully somebody. And when you know your own self-worth, you won't tolerate that bullying. You will defend yourself. You will love yourself. You will realize I am worth so much more than this. You will put up boundaries for the narcissistic relationship. You will not tolerate it. You will pull yourself out of it and you will do what you can to heal yourself and build up your own daily power. So I have these things, I call them power rituals and I'll probably do a podcast about them. But my power rituals are because every day we're dealing with so much information, so many subliminal messages that are out there influencing our subconscious, whether it's through a person and how they respond to us, or through um, advertising, marketing, food products we eat. There's so many different messages that are getting absorbed into my body. And it's up to me to set that frequency, to set my own tuning fork, to figure out where am I coming from every single day. And so I invest, even if I only have five minutes in the morning, I will do a little power ritual to get my head straight and take control over the direction of my life. Because nothing happens to you, it happens for you. And so if you're in a situation where you're with a narcissist or a bully, ask yourself, why are you allowing it? Now, here's what's going to happen. When you stand up for yourself, and if you're used to being a doormat in people's lives, when you stand up for yourself, one of the first things they'll do is double down on their power over you. They will freak out because they're so used to having you as a doormat. That has become a habit to them. That has been their only little dopamine release is, hey, I still have this power. I have it. This is my power. And so they're going to kick back and you have to be prepared for that mentally. Don't expect because you set your boundaries that they're going to go, okay, great. Thank you. I was wondering when you do that. No, (laughs) 
And if they aren't mentally taking care of their own life, if they aren't healing themselves, if they aren't looking for the answers in their own problem situations, then then they aren't your responsibility to fix. They need to want to do it themselves. And it's not your responsibility to fix. I myself ended up with so many narcissistic and bullying relationships because my dad was in Vietnam. He had PTSD. And he, when he got home, the, the response was, don't talk about it. Like the worst thing you could do <laughs> with somebody who has PTSD, right? Don't talk about it. Just let it fester and dwell and let him try and figure it all out himself. Worst possible scenario for him. So it manifested in different ways and emotions. And I saw him broken at times. And and I'll probably get into a podcast about that too, how it, how that appeared in my life. But because I wasn't able to fix him as a child, I would seek out subconsciously, I would seek out broken people so I could fix them. I could see their potential and I wanted to fix them. Not knowing, hey, this was a hangover from my childhood. I had an open loop I had to close. I didn't know that. And this is why so many children of alcoholics end up marrying alcoholics. It seems absolutely ludicrous to go running right back into the fire of what you just escaped. I just finally got out of this household of alcoholic parents and now I'm marrying an alcoholic. Why would you do that? Because part of you wants to fix that, 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 that open loop in your childhood. You, you weren't able to fix it in your parents, so you want to fix it in this other person. And that's, you know, awesome that you have that compassion. Do not let that die. But you said on yourself, and the best thing you can do for a narcissist and a bully is to, one, put up your boundaries, not feed the fire, so the narcissist running our country right now, whether you believe he's a narcissist or not, is using us all as puppets. He'll put up a big show. I think right now it's um, an email that he sent out or a letter he sent out. And it's ridiculous what's in that letter. People, the supporters of him are saying this is fake because they can't even believe how crazy, like why would he, the president wrote this? And I feel it's all part of a show. He knows that show business is business. And so it's fueling fire. It's giving him energy. It's giving him attention. And that's what narcissists want. They want the attention. And I'm not saying don't deal with the world and put your head in the sand. But also don't feed that energy. Feed, put that energy in you. It's just as easy for you to focus on yourself. In fact, it's easier to invest that energy in yourself than it is to invest it in somebody, that empty void, that pitless project <laughs> that doesn't want to be fixed right now. Some people are on this planet that don't want to be fixed. Focus on the ones that are looking for you. A mentor of mine once told me the story about the first responder, the first responders that go in to a uh, shipwreck or uh, a ship that's going down. 
So the ship is going down. All these people are out in the waters and the responders are in their helicopters going down into the waters, trying to save as many people as they can. And of course, they can't grab everybody because those helicopters can't hold everybody. And he asked these one of the first responders, how do you know who to get? How do you know which person out of the water to save? And his response was, you have to save the people. You only save the people who are swimming to you. Because if you try to save the people who aren't swimming to you, you're going to lose all your energy. You're going to die too. You're going to drown in the waters as well. So you look for the people who are swimming to you. Surround yourself with an environment of people who are raising you up. And be grateful that that bully is waking you up to your own self-worth. That you are not looking at him or her for your self-worth. You've discovered that you can look at and find it inside. And you know how to put a boundary around yourself and raise your standards. Because when you raise your standards, the universe is going to meet them. All right, rock stars. The next episode is going to be super awesome. I am talking to the queen of subconscious sales. And she is going to blow your mind. She is so amazing. She is so awesome. And she's going to be on my next episode. Until then, keep being awesome. Thank you so much for listening. Now, if you want to create a radical shift in your life, all you have to do is head over to thegratitudeapp.com and that will take you directly to the app store where you can download it and start using the Gratitude app today. Now, if you're the type of person who loves to help out family and friends, be sure to share this episode. And if you ever want to reach out to me, just head on over to Instagram at heycarlawhite. I'd love to hear from you and hear your comments. Until then, keep being limitless, keep being adventurous, and keep creating radical shifts.